Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, March the 10th in 2020 on When I Rise. We're in year A and the third Sunday of Lent as we get closer and closer to the season of Easter, celebrating the resurrection of Christ victorious over death, hell, and the grave and the Redeemer for our sins. And so today we are going to tackle the Psalm for the week. We normally do that on Tuesdays. So uh, we're going to be in Psalm 95, which is actually... Within it has a reference back to Exodus 17, which was the Old Testament text, which is what we talked about yesterday on When I Rise. So if you haven't listened to Monday mornings yet, go ahead and go to back to Monday, press pause here, and then listen to this one, this one because these passages dovetail together. Um, this is a psalmic version of uh, what happens in Exodus chapter 17. So I'll read that passage this morning, provide a couple points of reflection, then we'll spend some time praying along its theme. So thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise to meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 95 Come let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. For the Lord is a great God, the great King above all gods. In His hand are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belong to Him. The sea is His, for He made it, and His hands form the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship, and let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, the flock under His care. Today, if you only would hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did at Meribah, as you did that day at Massah in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested me. They tried me, though they had seen what I did. For forty years I was angry at that generation. I said, they are, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. This is the word of God for us. Okay, what can we say of Psalm 95? Psalm 95 inevitably was a corporate song, and the first two stanzas of it, the first two paragraphs, are the perfect corporate worship song. Um, the first verse says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. So this is a rowdy worship service. This is not calm and contemplative at first, uh, but the music leader wants the people of God to raise their voices and to shout for joy as they think about God. And they extol him in uh, verse 3, For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. And so let's behave as if we're in the presence of the greatest God. Let's uh, get excited. Let's wave our hands. Let's jump up and down. Let's cheer and shout for joy as we think about the marvelous one that is among us talks about his creative works. The sea is his, for he made it, and in his hands he formed the dry ground. But then there's a change, a pivot, if you would, in verse 4. It says, Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. So there's a couple lines where they go from standing aloud with their back arched, you know, extolling the praises of God with loud voices and shouts of joy. Now, the worship leader causes us to bend low and to put our faces to the ground. And that muffles the tone of our voice. We go from shouting and then we go to 
a hushed tone perhaps as we continue to sing and to pray to this God. But then it, it transition, transitions once more. It says, Today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did at Meribah. If you remember from Exodus 17, the issue that services there is the people of God are grumbling and complaining. There are um, you know, unbridled accusations against God and against Moses. They needed to learn to stop and to think and to remember all that God has provided. Their mouths were getting them in trouble. Their hearts and their minds would have caused them to be recentered upon the promises of God. So what an interesting progression here. It goes from shouting to get it all out to bowing low, being calm, allow your heart rate to come down to now be quiet and listen. And I wonder if we couldn't emulate that a little bit today. Uh, this is a refrain that happens again and again in the Old Testament. I think it's in the, there's a passage in Ecclesiastes which says, you know, God is in heaven, you're on earth, therefore let your words be few. And one of the things that Christian teachers have told us from the very beginning is that one of the cornerstones of prayer is to learn to pray words, but also to sit in silence and to wait for God to speak back to us. And so I'm going to pray a short prayer, a prayer that will allow us to frame ourselves along this progression. A prayer that gives us the invitation to worship God and to extol Him then to bow low and to have hushed tones. Then to have time of silence. And so I'm going to do something weird. Like I'll, I'll pray. Uh, I'll pray a, a, you know, a heartfelt prayer initially. And then I'm going to just uh, kind of wind that prayer down. And then I'm going to leave some space here at the end where we can have silence. And it, it might feel awkward having silence on a podcast for about a minute. But in that way, we allow the hush to be a time for God to speak to us, to impress some things upon us. Then I'll close that time in prayer. So let's spend some time praying and coming before God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we begin this day with hearts filled with gratitude and we raise our voices. We proclaim that there is no God besides you, that there was not one before you, neither will there be one after you. There's no one above you or beside you, but you alone are the God above all things. And so we extol you today. We praise you for Jesus Christ who laid down his life for the forgiveness of our sins. We recognize that Jesus was a man attested to God by doing miracles, that there's no under name under heaven given to people by which we must be saved. Jesus alone rescues and he saves us. And so God, our hearts are filled with so much love and joy and worship because of who you are. God, we also understand that oftentimes our mouths get us in trouble. Uh, we speak words of slander and judgment against others. At times, we even uh, doubt that your provision might be for us. We are like the people of Israel at the waters of Meribah. We uh, shortchange what we think you can do. Uh, in the midst of our trouble. And so God, we thank you for the wisdom of this psalm today, that we can praise you, but now we bow low. We cause our words to fall silent. And God, we pray that in the next moment, the next moments ahead, that you would speak to us and remind us of your gracious provision for us.
We give praise to you, God. We ask that you be with us today. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.